Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hello, and welcome back to The Soul Forge podcast. You're about to listen to episode 44. As I promised last week, you're in for a very special episode. A few weeks ago, I traveled back to my hometown of Sault Ste. Marie, and I guested on my brother's podcast. You may have heard that on the Rusted Robot podcast, the weekend of Easter. We each put it on our feeds. And after recording that episode, my brother's co-host, Wit, asked if he could come on to the Soul Forge and talk about his lifestyle choices. Of course, I was immediately intrigued by what he meant, and I asked him, and he told me. So he wanted to talk about what it was like to be a 28-year-old virgin. I thought, you know what, that's podcast gold. It's something that people don't want to talk about necessarily. And he was willing and able to be completely open and honest about it. Uh, he did use some rather strong language and very descriptive. So I'm just going to warn you about that right now. You probably shouldn't listen to it with kids. But uh, he was very open, answered all the questions that I had and brought up certain things that I wouldn't have even thought about. So it's, uh, it's a very fascinating conversation. I think you'll enjoy it. So just to describe Wit and who he is as a person, uh, I've known him, I don't know, maybe six or seven years, maybe longer than that. I'm not really sure. I don't get to the Sioux that often, but when I do, uh, I always hang out with my brother and uh, Wit's always around. So maybe, maybe I've known him for 10 years or so. I can't really say. He's a really funny guy, uh, good to talk to, hang out with. And for you ladies, I'm just going to describe him a little bit. He is 28 years old. He is six foot four. He's 75% native and 25% Norwegian. He's got brown hair. Uh, what else can I tell you about him? You're going to find out quite a bit when you listen to this episode. So sit back, relax, enjoy what you're about to hear. Maybe it'll make you think about your own sexual experiences. I know we all have our own relationship with sexuality. We've all lost our virginity at different points in time and different ages. I was actually talking to uh, one of my oldest friends about this episode, and he said, Ha, huh, well, I have him beat. I didn't have sex till I was married at the age of 29. So there's all kinds of different lifestyle choices, options, and so on. So uh, just go ahead, sit back, and enjoy this episode. Once again, don't listen to it with your kids. Here we go. Break it down for me, fellas. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Soul Forge podcast. We're deep in the Forge of Souls. Got a special episode for you today. It's a highly sensitive subject for some people. Some people it doesn't matter. But today, for you guys, I have got Wit, co-host of the Space Jam podcast here. How are you, Wit? Hello, everybody. Hello there, Soul Forgers. Did you come up with a group name yet? I, I, I haven't. I okay. Haven't. No, I like the couple of your ideas, though, yeah? that we did on the podcast, the uh, mega crossover event we did. 
Yes, for, for listeners who uh, may have not listened to the Space Jam podcast or the Rusted Robot podcast this past Easter weekend, we did a mega podcast crossover with me, my brother Robin, and Wit. Robin and Wit co-host the Soul Forge, or no, co-host the Space Jam podcast together, and I came for the weekend to visit, and we did a mega crossover event, so you should go listen to that. Yeah. So anyway, how are you, Wit? I'm pretty good. Uh, it's sun- right now it's Sunday we're recording on, so this won't come out till next week, correct? Next week or the week after. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, that's cool. So right now you're okay? I'm pretty good. When the episode comes out, you'll still be okay, probably? I hope so. All right, I hope so, too. <laughs> All right. So today we're talking about a subject that uh, you, you wanted to, you actually asked to be on the show. Yeah, I thought it would be pretty cool since uh, I listened to... 100% of your episodes. You've listened to all the Soul Forges? Oh, yeah. Oh, and they're, nice. uh, they're pretty deep, and they, the topics are pretty good. And uh, so I figured, why not do that with my uh, lifestyle and choice? That's right. And when you mentioned it to me the other day, I was like, you know what? That's perfect. That's a great episode. This is things that uh, people don't talk about necessarily. And uh, you're perfectly willing and to be uh, open about it. Yeah, I'm pretty open and uh, very out and open about it. Okay, so you... Are 28 years old? I'm 28 years old, and I am a virgin. And how did that come about? Well, when I was younger, I was probably 12, 13. It was after a big breakup, mm-hmm. I put in quotations. Because you're 13 years old, it's... Yeah, right. it was the first breakup. It was the first kiss, first date sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, she cheated on me with my one of my good friends in the neighborhood. So it was like, at that point I was like, well, what if I just lost it to her? And it would have meant nothing because she just moved on. And you thought of that uh, when you were twelve or thirteen? Yeah, yeah. It was, well, it was like like sex was on on your mind at that age. No, well, it was the future, the future, okay. the future. Okay. Uh, looking on the horizon because high school was coming around, and right. I knew sex was a thing because they taught us sex ed. Yeah. But uh, a big reason too why I decided not to is because. They showed full graphic details of STDs and stuff. Ooh, okay. So the, both of those things combined, I said, why not wait for marriage when it doesn't even matter, right? Mm-hmm. And because uh, I had a pretty good teacher in grade 8 who taught us all that stuff. And uh, so we had uh, had a couple one-on-one conversations about it. You and the teacher? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I said to myself, well, I know I'm only 13, but I think I can make that decision from here on in. Mm-hmm. Did you, you know. did you feel ready to have sex at age thirteen? No, no, definitely not. Okay, I uh, definitely felt I was open and cool about it at sixteen to you know experience that. You were ready to try it at sixteen. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. That's yeah. that's the average age that a lot of people that I've talked to anywhere between fifteen and eighteen years old is the average. Yeah, and I've had a couple opportunities to do so, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I just, it's the the process, I'll tell one story, there was a girl back in grade 10, and, uh, no, actually grade 9. Okay, so you're 14 or 15. 14, 15. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was, I was at a party, because I was on the football team, and I knew a lot of people, and I was still meeting people, so it was networking at its finest. Yeah. Before social media. Right. (laughs) The good, the good old days. The good old 2004 awkward ages of... Hey, MySpace is a thing. And so I went upstairs with this girl, and uh, she's totally coming on to me and stuff. And mm-hmm. I said to myself, holy crap, I can do this. Voice is cracking like the teenager from The Simpsons. Uh, but I thought about something, 
right as soon as we were about to, you know, get into... I know it's going to be awkward because I, I don't know, but foreplay and all that shit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, but something turned me off because she was so willing. It could have been any guy in the party and she picked me of all people. So you didn't feel special because she would have slept with anyone? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And you, and you wanted your first time to be meaningful? Yeah, of course. So I dipped and the guy in the hallway, he asked what was going on. I said, nothing actually. It's all yours. A couple months later... He came back to me and said, well, it's a good thing you didn't because he contracted herpes. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. So Close call there. Close call number one. There's two. It's, it's a bad time. Because, of course, you didn't have any protection, I'm sure. Yeah, time. no. Right. She, I was like, do you have a condom? And she was all, uh, no, uh, I'm clean. You can trust me. You know? And she was your age, too? 15, yeah. 16? She was two years older than me. She was in grade 11. Okay. So. Close call. <laughs> big time. <laughs> right. And, uh, side note, I know a lot of people are going to listen to some of these, you know, situations and be like, well, it's a no-brainer while you're a virgin. Well, I've heard that my whole life. Okay. You know, anything I do or say, they're going to come back with a whole, oh, it's a no-brainer while you're a virgin. And it's like, whatever. It's not why. It's a it's, personal choice. It's your choice. That's right. And that's what you're here to talk about. Yeah. Okay, and because you're you're definitely interested in girls. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. Right, and and you've uh, you've had girlfriends. Yeah, and I you, had and six girlfriends. Okay, and you've made out and you've done all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you, um, you just haven't gone all the way. The farthest I've gone is fingering a girl. Okay, and uh, they, they, it's never awkward. I kind of learned with doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, but it's pretty uh, pretty interesting to try and you know. Do something without actually doing it. Right. Like, no penetration or whatever. Yes. Um, the most I've ever gotten was a hand job, and that was in the galaxy. In, uh, in the theater? In the theater, yeah, yeah. While you were watching a movie? I was watching The Dark Knight, actually. You remember the movie? First time. First time watching The Dark Knight. <laughs> okay. And uh, she was, you know, all for it. It was a movie for her that she didn't have to watch, right? Right. But for me, I was all for it. Cause Quit touching me down there. I'm yeah, trying to watch that movie. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> oh, I nice. whispered that to her. I was like, what are you doing right now? You know I wanted to see this movie. And we were dating for like three months. Okay. Which is the longest I've dated a girl. All so. Right. so I'm like, get your damn hands off it. Hands off my master sword, you know. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Right. <laughs> Get your damn hands off me, you dirty ape. Yeah, right. pretty much. Or however that goes, yeah. And okay. uh, she she did finish, though, and I was sitting there a mess. I'm yeah. sitting there, you know, you know how shit goes. So how did you clean up? I went to the bathroom during the pencil scene when he uh, the Joker throws the dude's head into the pencil. Okay. And uh, so I didn't really miss much, but that I was pretty have, pissed off. That, that must have been an awkward trip to the bathroom. It was. Okay. I had to sit there. And then I ended up going to the bathroom and cleaning up. Right. Okay. And, uh, very awkward two hours from that point. I bet. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was just me sitting there like, come on. Like, that just happened. It felt great. but I, I, I hope time, it felt great. Oh, yeah. 100%. I wasn't complaining, but I was kind of pissed that it happened there. Right. Where it could have happened in the... Like a private, anywhere, a private area. Yeah. Yeah. Because th- was the theater full? Oh, yeah. There was the opening weekend. Oh. So... So there must have been people to the left and to the right of you. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how we didn't get caught. Uh, yeah, that um, that's... Wow, I'm not even yeah. sure what to say about that. That's pretty interesting. 
And, of course, my instincts was to, you know, get her off. Mm -hmm. But I was too frustrated at that point because it it wasn't quick. But it was just boom, boom. Yeah. Events happening. And there I was. A mess. Okay, and so that's the furthest you've gone with anybody. That's the furthest I've ever gotten. Okay. I almost got a blowjob once, but... The girl that I've known, we, me and my co-host Robin were mutual friends with her, mm-hmm. and she was a town slew. Uh, yeah. So, so she, so slew means she got around. Yeah, she was the town bicycle. Okay. Um, but we were kind of dating, and at the same time, she still had her ex-boyfriend she was seeing. Oh. So it was like, well, this is pretty much all for nothing, because she was moving to Montreal. Right. So I knew that it wasn't really going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I did have an encounter where I could have lost to her, too. But because I knew she was moving, she wanted me to move with her. And I said, that's far too extreme and a big gamble. Okay. So now now you're 28 years old. I'm 28. Okay. Well, I'll be 28 in December. You'll be 28 in December. Okay, so you're 27 and a bit. Yeah. All right. So at this point, you, you've gone this long without losing the virginity. Do you feel like it's like a, like now it's a special flower, a special gift that you're willing to give somebody, or do you just want to lose it? Or do you want I to think wait, do you want to wait till you're married? I've I've wanted to wait wait till marriage for a long time, but at this point, you know, I'm 28. I'm not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. I don't think marriage is in the uh, the cards right now because well, I would have to date a girl for two years, and at this point, all the women are sexually active, so. Unless I find a church girl, but I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. Because uh, from my own experience, uh, when I was a teenager, I wanted to wait till I was married. I ended up losing it at the age of 20, which is older for a lot of people. Yeah, that's so, definitely older. Uh, and then, of course, my brother Robin, our stepfather Bill, when he met my mom, he was a virgin and he was 34. Holy shit. So I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. I don't know if he wants that out there or not, but he's talked about it and... Uh, so whatever. Wow. Okay. So you're not the only one. Yeah, I didn't know that about Bill. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's something new. That's you learned. There's a new piece of information for you. <laughs> right. I don't look at him any different. Well, no, 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 because uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, so what's what's your plan now? I I saw the other day on Facebook that you were uh, searching out the Tinder. Okay, my big gripe with social, not social media, but dating apps. Yeah. Okay, I've tried multiple. I've tried Bumble. Uh, I haven't heard of Bumble. What's that? Bumble's one where a girl swipes right on you and you swipe right on them. Okay. But they have to initiate the conversation. Oh, uh, okay. So it takes a big weight off guys everywhere because... The pressure's off. Yeah, the big the pressure's off. And with dating apps, it's the guy who's got to worry the most because they get ghosted or whatever. Yeah. And uh, with that, they message you first, you... Hope it's not a bot, and don't give out your credit card information. Uh, definitely not. Never give out your credit card information to somebody you don't know. No. Or online almost ever. Anyway. Yeah, Okay. Much. So that's Bumble. Have you tried Plenty of Fish? I okay. tried it once. I didn't like it. Because that's the only one I've tried. And there's no swiping right or swiping anything. You just... Uh, Initiate? You just find somebody and you send them a message. Okay. So... I've tried it once. I didn't care for it. Okay. Um, just because I would see most of those girls on Bumble or Tinder. Right, okay. And, uh, Tinder is essentially the same thing as Bumble, except... You swipe right if you like somebody. Yeah. And you have one super, like, as, a, like, a trial so that you buy the membership, the gold membership or whatever it's called. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you've tried several different dating apps. Yes. Okay. I've been single now for seven years. It's not a dating package for all the girls listening, but... 
I'm just saying, like, trying to find a girlfriend in that whole seven years, is mm-hmm. it's been a challenge, but... You've had dates here and there? I've had a couple dates. Uh, I had a date across, but she was a divorcee, mm-hmm. and uh, she was still talking to her husband. Yeah. And once I noticed that, I was like, peace out, bye, whatever. Right. Okay, because at, th- at this age... A lot of people have either had a marriage or they've got a bunch of kids or you, so what you've, you've found is there's not too many other people your age who have not had sex. Pretty much. Uh, have you found any? Come across any? One, but she was like, she was hell bent on after marriage, like six months after the marriage. And I'm like, well, okay. I'm ready to go once that hits, you know what I mean? Right, yes. Okay, so she wanted to wait six months after being married for the first time to have sex. Yeah, pretty much, because there's some, there's some weird uh, pagan thing that's weird. I don't know the religion, but... Oh, I wish we had more information on that. That sounds fascinating. She tried to explain it to me, and it sounded like it was a weird Scientology thing, but it wasn't Scientology. Okay. Yeah, it was really weird. Huh, all right. Uh, now, you are obviously not embarrassed that you haven't gone that far. No. You're open and willing to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what kind of lessons or experiences, what have, what have you learned from your quest to lose the virginity? You're not, you're not like gung-ho to lose it. It'll happen when it happens? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I don't, I, I used to get offended when I was younger when people would be like, you know, they bring it up, they're like, oh, that's nice, that's special or whatever. And I'm like, well, you don't have to worry about it because, well, you're, you've lost it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, but they bring it up like it's this big special thing, and I'm like, it's just me. I'm still a human being. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like I know, and it's it's been weird sometimes because like I know human nature. You're supposed to you're supposed to do it, but I don't know. I just. But you you take care of yourself if need be. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, uh, so that's not a problem. Hmm. Okay, um, Robin, does he try to find you, ladies? Uh, he's shot a couple times, but I don't know. We have different tastes in women, I guess. Okay, that's that's all right. So you don't have to share. That's nice. No, that's <laughs> all right. And, and, and it's weird though, because there's there's girls that our friends have had sex with, and it's like, well, they're all Eskimo brothers in some regard, and it's like if I ever had sex with those people, I might as well have sex with them, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> not 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 figuratively, but, right, right, okay. or figuratively speaking, but now. Uh, in your social circle, your uh, your status as a virgin is well known, or yeah, oh yeah, big time because I'm the virgin friend. Okay, so do do people try to have sex with you to say, hey, I broke the virgin? I've had a couple people try it, and it felt more of an insult because it just felt like I was a Pokemon card or something, like a feather in their cap. Or yeah, something. yeah. Okay, yeah, another knot on their belt, like oh, I got another virginity. Have you have you thought about uh, giving it up to the highest bidder? Or having a contest or something. It, that, was, that was a thing a couple think, years ago. I thought so. I thought I remembered something. Yeah. It was like $100,000 because women, I guess, lost their virginity for X amount of dollars. I think it's a different thing for guys, though. Like, if it was a 30-year-old virgin girl, mm-hmm. oh, you get guys would be like, throwing themselves in the DMs. Right. But if it's like a 30-year-old virgin me, like, girls would be like, oh, well, that's sad. He's going to be a 40-year-old one, you know? And they won't try to help you out. Or... <laughs> okay. All right. Now, uh... Your your occupation is mainly as a DJ? Uh, pretty much, but I do work a lot as a bingo caller. So a there's a lot caller. of interaction with people. But, but as a DJ, uh, you're, you have a reputation for being quite the ladies' man, you told me? Ladies tonight, 
Yeah, the this one girl last summer I worked at I work at Smokies and she came up. She goes, man, you must. And I'm using my own words for this because she said a lot nicer, but said she you must cr- crush a lot of puss. And I'm like, well, you would think so having this kind of job, but no, women just usually yell at me for their song. Oh, play me this. Yeah, pretty much. And then walk away and go to stick their tongue down some guy's throat. While you're sitting on the sideline <laughs> doing the records. Yeah, pretty much. Right, okay. Yeah, I'm sitting in the rain and watching them from afar. Did you feel like you're watching life pass you by or are you okay? I'm good, man. I'm. You, I, uh, you have a big social circle of friends. You hang out. You do things. Yeah. You I, just you just haven't had sex. I just haven't had sex. I uh, there's been a couple of close calls when I was drunk too, but I something my my conscience always kicks in, and I'm like, your subconscious, you know, just mm-hmm. ignore it. You're not gonna do this because okay. you're not gonna wake up at nine in the morning and get kicked out of her bed to, just to go home. Right, and then you that's know? the end of it. That's the end. And, of and it. then it's not special. Yeah. Okay. And uh, do you feel nervous about eventually losing the virginity and, and having sex for the first time? Is that scary? I'm more afraid of not knowing what the hell I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I know what to do because of, like, girls teaching me right. know, foreplay and shit. Mm-hmm. I got that down, I think. But for me, I, I, I think I'm just afraid of not lasting long, mm-hmm. but getting to that moment and then, can like, not being a fuck-up, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. You know, I don't want her to be like, well, he's, 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 well, obviously I'm going to suck my first time. But if you find the right person who's loving and caring, they would walk you through it. Yeah. I would think. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause they would know going in that What's this would expect? be your first time. Yeah. And, and he was like, Hey, it's me here. Uh, I haven't done this before. Uh, don't, uh, you know, whatever. Don't scare me. Don't judge me. <laughs> don't judge me. Yeah. That kind of yeah. Thing. Yeah. That's pretty much the main thing I'm worried about. Um. Also, I hope it's somebody that that's super cool with it. Mm-hmm. Not oh well, it's his first time. Whatever, it's just a rodeo for me. I do this all the time. Uh, right. You just don't want to be another number. Yeah, pretty much. Right. You you want you or want I want to be the last number in some regards. Right. Depends on who it is. Okay. So, do you feel in your own life you're ready to settle down with your one and only partner and share this with them and go on, or do you want to do a lot more dating first? I get. I always get told that it's like test driving a car, and I hear that all the time. Uh, my friend Jay actually always said that to me. He said, "You know, it's it's gonna be like driving test driving a car. Mm-hmm. You're gonna want to do it a couple times until you find the right car." That's similar to what my grandmother said when uh, when I was younger, and uh, I said, "I think I'm gonna wait till marriage." She laughed at me. And she said, Sean, you don't buy the first shirt you see. You try on a bunch of them first. <laughs> I'm like, Grandma, really? <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, test driving a car, trying on clothes. Same thing. you got to have much. the right fit. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, so yeah, you'd like to have, uh, a, like, a smorgasbord, a variety of experiences yeah. before you find your one and only. I, I've joked about buying, like, a Syrian refugee or getting paid one. Uh-huh. So that'd be easy. It'd be an easy marriage and divorce, but... Oh, like a Russian bride or something? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Like, I, I, you see ads now all over the internet where it's like, oh, marry this and get paid the X amount of dollars. I'll be like, well, if I get... If I have sex and I get money, I'm technically kind a pr- of a... A prostitute? Yeah, pretty much. But that's only a joke. I would never... Well, of course not. No, because this actually does mean a lot to you. Yeah. Right. And you just don't want to give it up to whoever and... You want, you want it to be special. Yeah, right. 100%. Okay, that makes sense. So, 
overall, you've uh, you've come on the Soulforge to share your story. Is there any one specific message you want to give the listeners about your uh, your lifestyle, your experiences, the choices you've made? Uh, don't ever be closed in about it. Don't ever shut yourself out and try and keep it a secret. You know, people will look at you and assume. Like, uh, there was a period in my life where people thought I was going to come out gay. Right. Because they're like, oh, you never had sex yet. Well, he's probably into dudes or whatever. I'm like, well, no. If you nip the butt there mm-hmm. and tell people, you know, this is my choice. Mm-hmm. This is my life. Yeah. Regardless if they decide to joke about it or not, it doesn't matter. It's not, that's not going to persuade me to do it. You're not going to be peer pressured into that. Yeah, exactly. And, and do a lot of people make fun of you for it? Or are you well respected because of your choice? It's a little bit of A and B. It is both. I find more, it's a gender thing, right? Like women, they're like, well, that's cool. You know, I mm-hmm. wish I could have waited till marriage. Right. And the guy's like, well, you haven't had sex yet? Well, and then they assume I'm gay. Right. Okay. Because <laughs> so that's like, the default, yeah, of course. pretty much. Right. And you're not. No. You like women. I do like women. Of course. Women. Yeah. Especially in the summertime. <laughs> yeah. Less clothing, the better. Right. Nice. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I, I wanted to... Now you wonder why you're a virgin, right? Yeah. Uh, nice. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on the Soul Forge and telling us your story. No problem. That that's, uh, takes a lot of bravery, I think. Yeah. Uh, so if people wanted to get a hold of you on the social medias, is that something you would uh, invite? Yeah. I'm Emperor Wit on Twitter and Instagram. Emperor and... Wit? Yeah. And that's W-H-I-T? Yeah. Okay. And Facebook with Charles Finlayson. Okay. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm only on the three. I know a lot of people like to expand their horizons, but not me. I'm good. You're not on the Snapchats? Yeah, I'm on the Snapchats, DJ Spindizzle. Okay. Uh, I like to tweet about my everyday goings and Snapchatting people, Snapchatting concerts. Right on. Okay. <laughs> and uh, what else did I want to ask you? Uh, you can be found every week on the Space Jam podcast. Yeah, on Podbean. So that's, what is the actual website for that? www.podbean.com slash Space Jam podcast. Incorrect. What is it, Robin? www.spacejampodcast.podbean.com. That's it. Spacejampodcast.podbean.com. Yep. Very good. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show. No problem. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Transfer of data is complete. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. I learned quite a bit about wit, and I think you all did too. So do you have a story you'd like to share? Do you have an experience? Something that you would like to talk to people about? Tell people about? Educate them about? That's what the Soul Forge is about. I'm saying about quite a bit, and I don't like it. But anyway, that's what we're here for. We're here for new learning, new experiences, new ways of living. And I'm glad I could share this topic with you. Thanks again, Wit. You were uh, a great subject to talk to. And uh, maybe we'll do a follow-up episode after you do lose the virginity, if that is your goal. So once again, folks, thanks for stopping by the Forge of Souls. I'd appreciate it if you would send us an email, if you would tweet us, if you would uh, put a review on uh, the podcatcher of your choice, like iTunes or Podbean or whatever. Hey, have you joined the Facebook page? Please do. That would be awesome. Uh, All the links to all the episodes are there. I share them when they come out. I'm also sharing a lot of inspirational photos and sayings on there right now. Feel free to join the page. Tell all your friends about it. Share the links. Share the photos. Just tell everybody. Let's get the word out. But anyway, 
that's all for today. Stay tuned for next week's exciting episode of the topic I haven't even come up with yet. And remember, don't ever save anything for a special occasion. Being alive is the special occasion. This has been another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Contact the show by emailing soulforgepodcast at gmail.com or by tweeting soulforgepod on Twitter. Visit us at soulforgepodcast.com and remember the best way to show your support is by leaving a five-star review in the iTunes store. And if you would, please check us out and like us on Facebook. The Soul Forge Podcast was written, produced, scored, edited, engineered, and directed by Sean Vanderloo. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Vaderloo. For more great content, you can listen to my other podcast, The Rusted Robot. Thanks for stopping by the Forge. We'll keep the fires lit until your next visit. I could do this all day. This has been a Valley of Vanderloo podcast production, all rights reserved. This transmission ends now.